0: All righty, everybody. Good afternoon, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. And, uh, you know, Wiz, I always look at this week as being one of the most exciting weeks in sports. Uh, Just finished with the NCAA Championship, Major League Baseball season starts, the Masters. uh, And you and I are here to talk about NFL draft preparations. So, Wiz, how are you doing today?
1: Yeah, I'm doing well, and yeah, people are fired up. I know certainly, uh, I I know uh, the return of Tiger Woods has certainly enhanced uh, the Masters. uh, People viewing the Masters and uh, one on the park day, and you know, looks like uh, you know he'll be playing the weekend. And boy, oh boy. You got a. That's going to be amazing for ratings, especially if he's in contention come uh, come Sunday.
0: Yeah, winds uh, winds expected to kick up big time tomorrow afternoon. A lot colder weather on Wednesday. Uh, sorry, on Saturday there. So we'll we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, and speaking of shaking out, you know, you and I have talked a lot uh, o- over the course of this uh, short off season thus far, and how uh, monumental it's been in terms of player movement, all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's still st- stories swirling around about. Tom Brady that 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 actually you know potentially he was definitely going to Miami uh, and that was part of that deal of him announcing that and also coinciding with uh, Peyton leaving uh, uh, the New Orleans Saints but uh, that's not what we're here to talk about today we'll get further into it, into the team situations a- a- as we get. Uh, you know, past the draft. But we want to get ready for the NFL draft, Wiz. And, uh, you know, we're going to go division by division, talk about what teams need, especially after the free agent signings that have transpired. Um, and then we're going to start out in the AFC and we're going to start off in the AFC East. So I think we should start with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Wiz, did you know that the Bills are the only team, by the way, that ranked in the top five, both offensively and defensively in the NFL in 2021?
1: Yeah, I did know that. And uh, it wasn't talked about much in that game against Kansas City. Matter of fact, I didn't hear anybody talking about it at all. But boy, what would Buffalo have given to have Tredavious white available in the last minute of that game, yep. you know, overtime and all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, they forgot, a lot of people forgot that they lost their all-pro cornerback. And, uh, you know, go, you know, going and leading off with the Buffalo Bills here, um, you know, it, it's a team that has some terrific players, like you said, on both sides of the ball. But when I'm looking at team needs here for the Buffalo Bills, and get your thoughts on it is, uh, you know, a couple of things. I I believe with the injury of Tredavious White and uh, Levi Wallace leaving, um, that quarterback is certainly a a position that they want to address at this draft. They have seven picks. Uh, Cornerback, they need somebody in the middle of that defense, maybe, you know, to stand up against the run. And then one other pick that I think they should probably try and make is, I know Singletary took over the mantle, boy, but it would be fantastic if the Bills could get some explosive plays through the run game that isn't led by Josh Allen. So I'm looking at cornerback – I'm looking at somebody as a run stopper and I'm looking as a, as the third priority is some explosiveness in the running game.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you on the running game. This is a team that was very reliant on, on Josh's Josh Allen's ability to run the football. Um, and d- while his durability has held up over the course of his first three seasons in the NFL, that's something that you do worry about. I actually did see an off season comment. Um, you know, as far as, uh, Allen running the ball that they would actually like to see him run a little bit less. Um, and Zach Moss, you know, I'm not completely sold on that player either, and I think the Bills aren't as well. There was a bunch of games this year, Wiz, where Zach Moss was, uh, especially late in the season, he wasn't he he was he was even active in the game. So, so I, yeah, I don't disagree with you on the running back. I am with you because they do lack some linebacker depth here. Uh, the fact that White will be slow to get back, in the offseason. And, and let's face it, Wiz, this is a, this is a conference that's very, very strong. Uh, and the bills are going to need some defensive help. So secondary makes a lot of sense to me. I'm in complete agreement with the, uh, with Buffalo bill needs. Some people may say with, with Beasley leaving, uh, that they might <clears throat> look for some wide receiver help, but you know, they brought in Crowder McKenzie started to come out in the end of the year. And I thought Gabriel Davis, uh, you and I both like that player a lot. Really showed a lot of moxie late in the season, and uh, I'm not really worried about them losing uh, Beasley.
1: No, neither am I. I think Ian McKenzie could be one of these guys that with a full time opportunity has shown how explosive he could be. And maybe with one of their seven picks at the end, they'll take one. But they, they definitely need a cornerback. I mean, you know, um, with with Jalen Waddle going up against Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill um, two times a year, they're gonna need somebody to to be able to stop those players and uh so I believe that cornerback will will be a priority for the Bills and uh are you ready to move on to the aforementioned Miami Dolphins?
0: Yeah, let, let's go to the Dolphins, and we know, we know they made big splashes. We talked about the speed on this offense. Uh, you know, to me, uh, you know, two has got to be protected because uh, I'm not necessarily sold on that player. So to continue to kind of develop that offensive line is, I think, a direction, especially on the inside whiz. And, and, and look, I think they need help on defense as well. This is, a, this is a team that was a really, really good defense a couple of years ago. I think they took a step back last year. Uh, without like really significant playmakers, I-, I think they could use some edge presence. I think they should could use some help at the linebacker spot. Um, you know, so that's kind of where I'm looking at. Uh, given the fact that they made this trade for Hill, uh, receiver is not, a, and they also picked up Wilson. That's not a place where I would have thought they would have needed help. Uh, I'm really looking primarily on the defensive side of the ball for the Miami Dolphins. Wiz.
1: they gave up so much draft equity. They only have four picks. They have a third rounder, a fourth rounder and a pair of seventh seven rounders, seventh round picks. So, yeah, I, I, they're not going to look at skill picks. They're going to look at maybe one another offensive lineman, uh, maybe a player that could play guard and center. And then the other three picks are going to definitely be on the defensive side of the football. They're all set at their skill positions. So another offensive lineman to shore that up a little bit. And then. The other three picks should be all uh, defensive players because uh, um, you know they 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 have to feel they have a lot of firepower, but they're going to have to be able to stop some teams as well. And uh, I think the Dolphins are, are pretty much uh, set up for this uh, for this upcoming season.
0: Yeah, and 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 I agree. They they and this is a team, by the way, we've talked about it. The Dolphins had so much draft equity the last couple of seasons, right? So. Uh, and they felt the ability to kind of move for Tyreek Hill at this time was something that was going to make a difference in this team. New coach, Mike McDonald. So, yeah, we're excited to see what they're going to do. But, yeah, in, in this draft, they're not going to do a tremendous amount with just four draft picks. Uh, let's move to the Patriots, Wiz, who, who have seven picks in this draft. Um, they have actually no pick in the seventh round, but two in the sixth round. Uh, they made a recent trade to get some help at the wide receiver spot in Devontae Parker within the division, which is always a surprising thing to see. Uh, I think this is a defense that needs some work, quite frankly. Um, You know, I look at – they have a young quarterback. They have a solid running game. Uh, They've made the trade at wide receiver, like I said. To me, they're going to focus on the defensive side of the football, Wiz. I think, you know, last year they made some key acquisitions. It was one of the better defenses in the league. I think they'll continue to build upon that, Wiz.
1: Yeah, I mean – Look at the Patriots. You know it, it's pretty much you know written what they're going to do here. They lost J.C. Jackson, and they're going against the Bills and Dolphins twice. Um, you got to get someone to cover those guys. So cornerback, linebacker. And I believe an explosive player at wide receiver are three things that they have to accomplish. I know where they're picking, you know, I know like a player like the Dean from Georgia, it could be available with their first round pick. And he's such a type of player that Belichick will love, like a really smart type of player who could quarterback the defense. Uh, But in some, you know, formation uh, of wide receiver, cornerback, and linebacker, those are going to be the three, Priorities, And, uh, you know, they, that, was, that was a crushing loss losing J.C. Jackson while the, the Dolphins are adding Tyreek Hill. So when you think about that defensive side of the football and then they just have to get one explosive player on offense that could stretch the field a little bit and make big plays in the offense.
0: I I don't disagree with you. Um, uh, Wiz, do you you see this team changing its philosophy at all on offense? I mean, because last year we would argue that in a lot of these games, they kind of – remember that game against the Bills in the wind where they only threw the ball three times – do you think a little bit of the kid gloves that were on Mac Jones come off a little bit? Uh, I, you know, I, I question the way a player like who Smith was used last year. They, they spent a lot of money on both those tight ends. Hunter Henry end, ended up being the bigger presence there at tight end. I don't disagree with you. The only thing I would argue is, is, is the Patriots history with drafting wide receivers. Uh, you know, Belichick has not exactly succeeded at that. Um, not to say that They won't get one right at at some point in time. But generally speaking, the Patriots have failed miserably when it comes to bringing in wide receivers.
1: Yeah, they really haven't done a good job of the draft. But you're looking at these wide receivers, the Jacoby Myers, the Kendrick Bourne, they now got Devontae Parker. I mean... All kind of the same guy. They need to be able to stretch the field. They need to be able to, keep, you know, keep up in points. You know, as good as their defense is, uh, even though they lost J. C. Jackson, and the defense is good, you're not going to hold Miami and Buffalo this year to 13, 17, 20 points. You're going to have to score as well. So uh, it may not be what they usually do, but they just have to be able to draft a receiver where they can make some chunk yards uh, through the passing game because uh, it just easy to defend them if uh, if they don't with their current roster. And uh, on top of that, you know, the Bills and Dolphins, like I said, are going to score points.
0: All right. So uh, that leaves us with uh, the New York Jets. And uh, we do have a lot of Jet fans uh, that, that follow us here, Wiz. And, uh, you know, a team that probably has the most ground to make up in this division. Uh, nine draft picks coming into the year. They look very fortunate uh, with that Jamal Adams trade that the Seattle Seahawks ended up having a lousy year. Um, I think the last time I looked, with they have four picks in the first 38 and five in the first 69, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, the, the Jets, you know, the Jets have the opportunity, Wiz, here to to make a difference on their football team here for... You know, years to come, quite frankly, and they have a lot of catching up to do. Uh, Offensive line to me, uh, edge rusher, uh, secondary, you know, that comes to mind immediately. Uh, Probably a little bit of help at linebacker and wide receiver maybe later in the draft. But to me, that's the primary need here. Zach Wilson, of course, taken last year. I think they got some good usage out of their running back last year, Carter, who played very well. I love the re-signing of uh, Berrios. Um, you know, on this offense. But, uh, you know, to me, Wiz, I think that that's where the focal point needs to be. The offensive line, continue to build that up, and the defensive side of the football where they're going to have to contend with some very, very potent offenses.
1: Yeah, four picks in the top 38 picks of the entire draft. They have nine picks, all within the first five rounds. This is the type of draft that can really get your franchise going in the right direction if they do it right. Um, yeah, I mean they, they have to. It's a defensive-minded coach. They have to get cornerback help, secondary help. I'd be surprised if they did not take Ahmad Gardner uh, with with their fourth overall pick. to ch- Look what the the receivers they're going up against in that in that division. You know, with Tyree Killen and, and Waddle and and Diggs and. You know you have to be able to stop them and uh I think a will a cornerback like Amard Gardner secondary help uh cornerback help and, and, I, and I think they'll take a wide receiver with one of these picks uh in the in, in I'm talking about the the 38 you know picks with one of their first four picks but I think priority for the Jets um is probably going to be uh, you know a cornerback an elite cornerback and uh a Bob Gardner tweeted the other day that he's the best player in the draft and uh The Jets may want to find out if that's true or not. Uh, So, agree with you. Um, They got a lot of picks. They could do a lot of damage. They could make trades in this draft to move up or down either way. They really have – a real opportunity, like I said, to to move this franchise and get it going in the right direction.
0: And again, you know, the the, the one thing that they're up against is is three teams that have, have made significant strides. Uh, obviously, the Bills and what they've done over the last few years. The Dolphins, have, it's been a gradual process in terms of building up their team. And, you know, the history of the Patriots has been, you know, this is the team to beat. Uh, generally speaking in this division. So the jets have ground to make up. It's going to be hard to see them move out of the last place in this division. Uh, But uh, as you said, this, it starts here and there's nothing better than building up your team with, with a lot of young, uh, a lot of young talent.
1: Yeah. Nine, nine picks and they are you know, four in the first 38 and uh, they, they can accomplish a lot in those first four picks. And, uh, you know the thing is when you're picking fourth and you're picking 10th you know you can't miss you got to make the right picks there and uh hopefully the Jets will and for the Jets fans and uh that are especially ones listening to these podcasts you know we hope that they do you know we we want to see the Jets we see them every single week when you when you live in, New, in the New York tri-state area so you want to see them you know play well and you want to see those division games be exciting because, you know, Miami and Buffalo are going to be elite offensive this year. So hoping the Jets can uh, match them somewhat in terms of points. And, uh, you know, I'm looking them to to get a cornerback to stop the other team and add a receiver to – try and help them uh, in the passing game as well. So it should be an interesting draft for the Jets.
0: Hey, you know, you know, Wiz, you mentioned, because it was a real slap in the face the last couple of seasons around here where for years you never had the Jets and Giants playing at the same time in the New York metropolitan area, right? One team would be playing at one, one team would be playing at four. And I know we're in a different era where people have the red zone and they're watching that. But do you realize how many times last year the Jets and Giants were playing at the same time? They just they never divided them up. I mean, when we were younger and watching football, these two teams would never play at the same time. So you know, I'd like to see that change again.
1: You know, absolutely. You want to see you know you you want to see them become competitive and and see their offenses. Uh, you know. Be able to match some of these teams, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And uh, the Jets have a real opportunity to uh, to get things going in the right direction with these uh, with with this many picks.
0: All right, so uh, that's a wrap up on the AFC East. We'll move on to the AFC North next. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Apple, we are on Spotify, and we are on SoundCloud. Make sure you're subscribing. Like like we've talked about repeatedly, uh, this takes a lot of work each and every year to prepare for the season. You want to have some fun, and uh, Guru and Wiz are here to take you through it. So, Wiz, great job, and talk to you on the other side about the AFC North.
1: You got it.